fascinating gadgets, gizmos, and gear-based technologies. All right, here we are at another episode of Fascinating Gadgets, Gizmos, Gear-Based Technologies. And of course, I can't do this show alone. I know a lot. Uh, I'm Daniel J. Glenn, the analytical mastermind, but I need something to analyze. And so that is provided uh, by my co-host here. I got Dr. Michael Denon, superhero scientist, uh, certified genius, master of of ancient aliens. Um, And that's going to come in really handy in this episode, Dr. Denon. What, What do you think about that? I know it will. Um, I and the fact that aliens are are almost real, and <laughs> I'm an expert in them, will work really well. I think you're going to be a shoe in here. I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about this. Um, and then, of course, once we have the concepts, we need to make them a reality. So I have Ben Seepser, our enigmatic engineer, the man of a thousand calculations, aerospace rocket scientist who works out of an undisclosed location. Uh, ben, thanks for being on the program today. Great to be here, Dan. So I'm very excited about this one, um, but let's we got to we got to lay a little groundwork here as usual because um, this is this is scary stuff here. We're going to talk about if so. Let me ask you this, guys. Tell me what you think about this. If we were going to be invaded by an alien race um, from another more highly developed civilization, how do you think it would happen? Do you think um, with a roar or with a whimper? Subtle infiltration, or do you think War of the Worlds uh, style? Uh, well, my bias towards this is that life doesn't change that much. And I really can't think of an example where humans subtly invaded, s- subtly invaded other humans. It's almost always with a bang. Um, very, I, I mean, I just can't think of an example from history where one group of humans covertly, slowly you know, overtook another. Um, we, we tend to do it in a very obvious fashion. So I suspect that's what would happen if we ever ran into aliens. We would either get along or it would be a dramatic clash. They're not going to sneak in. Hmm. That's my guess. I, I, I could be wrong. Okay. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with Denon on this one. The At least based on human psychology, most of our... Most times humans have moved into a new environment. It's been a very obvious and large, you know, movement. And aliens, I think, would be the same. If you're going to travel across space, across, you know, between star systems, that you can't do that with just a couple of people. you got to do it with a lot of people to have a viable ship going across. It takes a long time. You really basically need to have a whole civilization on your ship. And so when you get here, you're going to have a lot of weird bug-eyed creatures or something, and it's going to be pretty obvious what you're doing. Well, uh, those are those are excellent points, but of course I'm disagreeing with you guys completely. Uh, I think you're, you're thinking of human mentality. We are still very primitive. We're not very bright. Uh, we just happen to be the smartest thing on the planet. That's really it. We're still very tribal. Um, you know, we love war. We love fighting and destroying other things. And I truly believe that if there is another alien race out there, they're going to be smarter about that. And, and to your point, Ben, if they're coming from 
really far away. My guess is they've either depleted the resources somewhere else or they need this planet in pretty good condition. And they're not going to... My guess is, given the weapons we have now, if they're more advanced than us, they're going to have bigger and better weapons. And they're not going to want to destroy this planet that they're going to want to take over. So my guess is that they would subtly invade us or um, take us out one by one or take out the major people and then everyone else would fall in line. But I really truly believe that this would be a subtle invasion. Um, that's my take on it. I'm just giving you that, uh, which is a great segue, uh, if, I, if I do say so myself, into one of the most underrated films, which is the topic of today's show, uh, They Live by John Carpenter. I love that this movie is silly and goofy and doesn't make a lot of sense. However, the underlying aspects of it and the thought of the glasses is probably one of the most creative storylines I think I've seen in a sci-fi alien movie in a long time. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. Of course, we're talking about the Hoffman lenses, the They Live sunglasses, uh, which basically allow the main character, um, obviously I'm a pro wrestling fan, Rowdy Roddy Piper, the late Rowdy Roddy Piper, to look at the world and see it for what it truly is, which is the subject of a subtle infiltration by an alien race. So basically these glasses allow him to see what's really going on, the illusion, to look through the illusion. I find this fascinating, guys. No, it is. Uh, it's a it's a very very clever idea, and I think actually as we go on in our discussion, we'll realize there's two aspects: how did the aliens generate the illusion, and then how do the glasses see through them? Right. Yeah. No, that's and that's a really good point. Um, you know, is it an illusion? Is it real? Because um, you kind of have to have an encoder and then a decoder at the same time. So something's exactly. encoding it to hide it from regular eyes, and then now you've got the decoder with the, the you know. The trick to see through it. Magic eye style. You guys remember the magic eye thing, yes. right? Yeah. Um, so that's what I think. I think the technology going on here is magic eye, except on a bigger scale. Um, that's my take. What do you guys think? Do you want to go first, Ben? Or? Yeah. Okay, we'll let Ben's Ben's, go. Ben's chomping. <laughs> well, so if, if there's there's one scene towards towards the end where the, you actually hear in the background how how the alien signal works. And, it, and it literally says that the signal gets into your brain and tricks your brain into seeing... Wait, where is this? Do you remember uh, where? It was, I remember it was like about an hour. I need time in. code. <laughs> about <laughs> an hour. About time an hour. Code, yeah. I want to put yeah. this up. I want to go back. That's yeah, really I think, cool. I think you heard it in the background while they were um, in the studio. Or maybe just before the studio when they were in the tunnels and seeing the, the, you know, the talk. Right. by the alien leader, dude. Or We'll try to preserve. I don't want to spoil too much. I hate spoilers. Yeah. Uh, we'll try to talk about this without spoiling too but, much, but we're sure. going to have to do some of it. Um, but anyways, there, there's, it, there's one part where you, it says the signal goes directly to the human's brain and makes them see what the aliens want you to see. Huh. Wow, that's really interesting. But, but again, they may say directly, but really... If you think about it, it's it's going to be an electromagnetic based signal. Yes, absolutely. And your brain, your skull, pretty thick, hard to get signals through yeah. and to couple. The best electromagnetic coupling directly to your brain is your eye. Absolutely. So it's completely reasonable to and consistent that the signal goes quote directly to your brain, but it is a signal coming through your eye. Right. Um, and so mm. a filter that filters out that signal would be glasses. So not yes. like a satellite going through your brain, which is why people wear tinfoil hats. Exactly. Correct. Not, not tinfoil hat. Yeah. Okay. That will not protect you from this is what you're saying. No. Yeah. More something yeah. 
one thing to know about the brain is that the optic nerve is the nerve that is most coupled to the brain. So the eyes are literally the fastest way to get into your brain. Wow. And, and you really could imagine. So think about, one thing I like to think about is like holograms. Mm-hmm. Holograms are fascinating the way they get created because they have to do with just the interference of light. You bounce two laser beams basically or, or two light sources off a surface. The interference pattern is what's recorded. And when you play that interference pattern back, you can create the full 3D illusion of something and convince a person that something real is there. Mm-hmm. Again, by light going directly into the brain of the right pattern of frequencies and phase shifts, the brain interprets it as an object that's really there. And so to create that kind of illusion, I hadn't thought of this. I'm glad you caught that piece, Ben, because that's that's even better than I what hope I was going to say. I hope it's not made up. I hope it's really in the movie. Oh, I'm so sure I'll go back and look. I I'm trusting it. him. He's an engineer. They can't lie. I, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> trust no one. Um, but it, it's a really good way to do the en- encoding part, uh-huh. right, is through a direct optical signal that your brain then interprets. Um, and it actually, it's a little harder to think about this way, but you could imagine it encoding it in a way that really covers all of them. See, but the actual, what I was thinking more was the equivalent of a hologram that essentially the aliens wore. Okay. Right. Oh, they generated it to the, okay, I see. Right, mm. because that, that's how, I mean, it's a little hard to imagine sending the signal um, and knowing where all the aliens are and programming it in a way that every alien is covered by the signal. Mm-hmm. we got to remember, it's also every advertisement. It's every, yeah, exactly. It's everything. Yeah. The advertisements are a little bit easier to understand from the signal thing because they're all tied to the TV station, right? You can know where they are. They're fixed. People are moving. So maybe it's a combined thing, right? There's a general background signal that convinces you of the static stuff. It's like the generic camouflage. Okay. So think of, you know, like an army base with the, the camouflage netting over it. That covers most of the stuff. But if you're going to move around, you're also going to wear your personal camouflage. So that can probably be in two states, right? You've got um, the the general signal doing things, and then the individual aliens probably have some sort of signaling device that provides the same camouflage. Mm -hmm. Well, when you think about it as a system as well, the aliens are going to need something on their persons to tell the transmitters where they are so the transmitter can... Right. You know, transmit an illusion to the people. You know, otherwise, you know. Exactly. No matter yeah. how you do it, there's something that the aliens have to carry as well. Well, the, you know, and this happens in nature a lot too. You know, for example, when you look at a flower, we only see a small spectrum of, you know, visible light. We call it visible because we're the ones visibly seeing yeah. it. It's not visible for everybody, right? right? Everything's always in human terms. Uh, but when you when a bee looks at that, they're looking at an entirely different. They're looking at a runway to the pollen center because that's their job. So when they look at it, it's very different than when we look at it. Yes. You know. No, I think that's a great point, and that's why Thank this you. is such an an interesting and amazing technology to think about because you really can leverage other behaviors in the eye. I mean, the eye is very well tuned to the visible spectrum. Mm-hmm. That's where it's most receptive. But you could think about um, ways of using slightly you know, off-peak sensors in the eye. I mean, it will detect other wavelengths, not just visible, to mess with the eye signal. Mm-hmm. But you can also just think about interesting, like I said, interfering and well-timed light signals of different types 
that create this optical illusion once it gets through to the brain. I mean, think about all the standard optical illusions we look at where, you know, you look at the picture. Is it a young woman? Is it an old lady? You know, are the lines straight or are they curved? Right. The, the, the brain is very good at getting fooled by visual signals. Very easily tricked. Well, and, and so on that note, and also going back to something Ben said, which is interesting, is that, you know, when you talk about the brain is the key part of this. That is like our, our decoder. It decodes the world around us into, you know, things we can understand. There are lots of psychotropic drugs that are designed to kind of make us see and feel things that we would normally see. You know, LSD, obviously, hallucinogenics. But I was just reading this thing about there's a... There's an idea for the psychotropic drug that is basically, this is very black mirror, but it will, when you take it, it warps your sense of time. So you could give this to prisoners, and in, a, in an eight-hour span, they would feel like they've served a thousand-year sentence. Uh, so you can, you know, and that's just the way able to, to do time, but you can do this visually. We've proven you can do it visually. It's harder to predict with like a hallucinogenic what you're going to see, but if you could somehow harness that, you know, like fluoride in the water, that's what's going on, fluoride in the water. But I mean, no, but honestly, you could, you could if maybe the aliens could do something like that and that would be part one and then, you know, maybe the signal's part two or something. That could definitely help with the process. What What's, what's really good if you want consistency here by using by by thinking of the light um, whether it's the overall signal that Ben talked about you know I was thinking of more localized signals coming from the individual aliens same basic idea light coming in mm -hmm. that's what makes the glasses so powerful is it wouldn't just be see everyday sunglasses are designed to just be a generic filter of the intensity mm -hmm. right what you're trying to do here is create a filter that messes with the signal and if you know the basic core features of the signal you can then design optical materials that let normal light through and mess with the yes. frequency and phasing of the signal that's going to cause the problem. And now you will see things as they, quote, really are, meaning as, you know, they look under regular, normal, visible light. And even if you had that, the, the, like you said, the drug, if it was a two-step thing, if it was the drug plus the signal, the glasses will still help because the signal's not coming in to trigger the drug. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like, uh, Just tied it all in, man. I like that. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what you do. Yeah. So, some great examples of that that I've seen is light off spectrum. So there's the visual spectrum, and on one side you have infrared, and on the other side you have ultraviolet. And mm -hmm. those are where there are lots of creatures on this planet that can see in both of those spectrums. Mm -hmm. You know, snakes and other things can see infrared for heat sensing. Whereas a lot of bugs have ultraviolet mm -hmm. uh, sense. Like the bees I mentioned. Like the bees you mentioned. Mm -hmm. What's really interesting is there are a lot of common materials that are, that are transparent in visible spectrum, like glass, but are perfect mirrors in, in infrared. Oh, that's so really if, interesting. So if you take an infrared camera and look at a window, you'll see yourself in it. Whoa. And so And if you're on drugs, that'll really mess with you. Right. Yes. So so what's what's really interesting about the glasses if is if somehow the the signal from the aliens was say in infrared, you know, glasses would block that signal very effectively. Whereas And low tech. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Because so you wouldn't have to have like this highly engineered decoder. Yeah. And similarly on the other side, sunglasses filter out UV and and only darken the visible spectrum. So again, if the signal was UV and somehow affecting our brains, the, a regular pair of sunglasses would stop it. Of course, if a regular pair of sunglasses stopped it, everyone would see the aliens. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, but, but going to your low-tech 
concept and solution. Yeah. If it was a combination of infrared or UV with visible in an interesting way, we're very good at making coatings that are very simple and very frequency specific. Yes. And also phase shift light in you know very specific ways. So a few of the correct coatings would turn everyday sunglasses into ones mm. that work for this signal. Yes. So you really still can stay very low tech. That's the beauty of it. I mean, I, I love the fact that the high tech is hidden in the signal the aliens send. Yeah. And the defense is incredibly low tech, but you have to do a little bit of work. Right. Like you need just enough right. to block the right signal, but you still basically just need a pair of glasses. And that makes sense too, because when... Uh, Nada first walks into the church. She sees a chemistry set mm -hmm. there, and so clearly they're mixing coatings uh -huh. for the for the glasses they're making. Right. Well, and so you guys have really stumbled upon something much bigger than I think you realize right now. Ooh, awesome! So if you do a little bit of research on this movie, I'm just presenting this as a theory because I thought it fascinating. A lot of people claim that there's evidence that this is a documentary and not a fiction movie. Uh, so just the fact that you can break every advanced signal we've thought about with simple low-tech technology um, just adds to that. So I just hope that we have added to the fan fiction that this is a documentary. <laughs> well, as, as, as I've often said, so this goes back to our earlier conversation. You better have often said this. I, I've often said this. Uh -huh. There's probably aliens out there but I don't think they visited here. For the reason we go back earlier is I know you think they're way smarter than we are. Yeah. But even if they were way smarter, there's just no good reason to be so secretive and sneaky. Life isn't secretive. It's, all life does a good job of eventually being found out. Well, now hold on a second there, Dennis. That's just what I'm going to claim. Well, there's a lot of things that are good at being sneaky. Anything that's prey is good at being sneaky so it doesn't get eaten by a predator. Yeah, but you still know it's basically there. It's just sneaky at the right time. Uh, I think it's as sneaky as often as it can be so that it doesn't get eaten. It tries to be sneaky as often as possible. Okay, but the, these are not prey. You said these were the predators. The well, predators if, don't hide. If aliens are coming here, we're the prey. We better be So really we good. need to be sneaky, yes. not the aliens. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. You've fair. just proven my point. I know. I didn't like the way that just went. Because you're a genius, and right? you were able to prove my point. <laughs> I, got, I got suckered into your trap there. That's a really good Yeah, it's a good right. thing we've gone to more directional antennas and aren't radiating as much as we used to. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, and when you're talking about glasses to kind of alter our perception, we've been doing this for a long time. you got 3D glasses for the movies, and yes. there's various different iterations of these things. Uh, and also, if you do a quick search on the internet, you can find ways that you can do hidden messages with just polarizing glasses. Um, and, and even, you know, when you take, and this is very, very low tech since that's what we're going with but you know when you're a kid and you had like the red glasses that could see like hidden messages if you write something in blue and then cover it with red and yellow the red glasses will break through that and you'll see the blue on there you know like yeah. hidden messages secret secret notes that's very low tech but we've been doing this for a long time is my point hiding messages. no i think that's great and also it goes back um to some of the other things you mentioned or, or, or something maybe not quite related to this but i think what's amazing is how great virtual reality is getting as a tool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? If you think about generating the signal. Yes. Right? If, if So the glasses, the very low tech, um, we mentioned the generating the signal is more high tech, but it's not maybe that that much more high tech. We're already able to fool the brain incredi incredibly well with virtual reality. So that's a really interesting point because you can create an entire world. It is virtual 
realities. You're creating a reality. Yes. The trick, if we're do, bringing this back to the Hoffman lenses, is that the person wearing the glasses can't know that they're wearing the glasses. Well, so again, the high-tech version of the virtual reality is where you do it directly with a signal you're sending into the eyes, not requiring someone to wear virtual reality glasses. And the interesting counter is then the glasses become the low-tech counter to the virtual reality you've been subjected to. God, I just love low-tech counters to high-tech. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like in Independence Day when they use the computer virus to destroy an entire alien race. Yeah. Yes, and they, and they cowboys versus aliens connect the Mac, I believe, to the yeah. <laughs> alien computer. Somehow it talks TCP IP. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the trick to that is, I mean, given all the adapters Apple's gone through in the past five years, much it's less 2000. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's ridiculous is what I'm trying to say. Or I guess you could just say Apple is really good at making adapters because that's what they go through. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Fair enough. Uh, so I think we've kind of cracked this. This was a little bit easier than I thought, um, that this could actually happen, and there could actually be a very low-tech counter to this. So uh, this is a documentary then, I think, right? Yeah. I, I, maybe it is. The thing I still don't understand, though, is yeah. why are the evil subliminal messages visible to the aliens? <laughs> like, why do the aliens see, obey, and... Well, we don't know what they see. We've never once seen what they actually can see. We That's only true. see Rowdy Roddy Piper regular vision and Rowdy Roddy Piper Hoffman lenses vision. True. We don't know what the aliens are looking at. But why are, why are they hiding? If, if the idea is that the humans are seeing like procreate and multiply and obey and all these things, then how are they also not seeing the aliens subliminally too? Are we supposed to be afraid of the aliens a little bit? I think we don't see subliminal messages. That's the whole point. Like that, they're all hidden. Um, but I don't, I don't think the aliens would see those. I don't know what they see. My mm. guess is, if I had to take a guess of what they see, it's kind of like in the cartoons when you know the hungry cat looks at the bird and sees like a hot dog. You know, I think mm. they're kind of looking at us and seeing like you know, we look like a big turkey leg or something like that to them. Is my <laughs> guess. Well, they do. They do seem to have some bug eyes, so maybe they have some <laughs> much wider, wider band vision than we do. I think that that's. I think that that's very true. Um, well, so you tricked me, Denon. I just tricked Ben. Um, we're going to end it before Ben tricks you because I think you're next. Sounds good. Uh, so uh, we cracked it. This is wonderful. One more science fiction that is no longer fiction. It's a reality. Um, you guys did it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. And I want to thank everyone for listening. Have a good night. Hold on a second. This is one of those rare occasions we're here on Fascinating Gadgets and Gizmos. The In between the time we recorded this episode and the time it came out, new and exciting stuff has come to light. And that is, there's a company called IRL Labs who has developed a, a pair of sunglasses that acts as sunglasses, blocks UV rays, but will also, when, you're, when you put them on and you look at screens, LCD and LED screens, televisions, monitors, all this stuff, it will black them out. They're inspired by, by the They Live Hoffman lenses, and they're pretty incredible. I mean, it is kind of, uh, ironic's not the right word, that's an improper use of the word, but it is kind of interesting how these guys have developed glasses that hide a message, and in the movie They Live, the glasses were revealing a hidden message. Uh, but nonetheless, they're pretty cool glasses. I got links to it on fgbt.com. Um, you can see the Hoffman lenses. You can see uh, their Kickstarter campaign. The glasses that, that, that you can order the glasses. It's pretty incredible stuff. So, uh, you know, in real life, 
IRL Labs is putting the stuff together, and uh, it's just incredible. All these pieces of science fiction and pop culture are inspiring people to create inventions based on those designs. So anyway, take that, uh, and thank you for listening. Fascinating Gadgets, Gizmos, and Gear-Based Technologies is a Glenn Co. production and is hosted and produced by me, Daniel J. Glenn. The Fascinating Gadgets, Gizmos, and Gear-Based Technologies introduction was produced by Daniel J. Glenn and Paul Springers with music and sound design written and performed by Paul Springers. The first thing I want to tell you is we are now on YouTube. So, of course, you can go to ftriplegbt.com. That's ftriplegbt.com. Say it one more time, ftriplegbt.com to learn more about our shows and experts. And, of course, subscribe to our podcast, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. But now you can go to YouTube. we got playlist set up and coming up in two episodes we are going to have live episodes we're actually filming this as a show um, where we are going to film ourselves having this conversation with all sorts of uh, videos and 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 pop-ups and everything Uh, it's going to be a great little show so check it out on youtube and of course if you like this project you like everything that i do go to danieljglenn.com to check it out thank you for listening